Hello my guys, my gals, and my non-binary pals. Welcome along to a brand new episode of the Peter Greenwood Show podcast. My name is Peter Greenwood. And if you're following me on social media, P-E-T-G-R-E-S-H-O-W, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, in case you were curious, just putting that out there, you will have noticed that I am covering the Glasgow Film Festival 2022. And that coverage starts right now, because this morning, this very morning, the 3rd of a 3rd, 2022, I was at the Doubletree Hilton in Glasgow and I interviewed Jonas Chernick, Jeremy Lalonda, Amanda Brogel, and Natalie Brown from the film Ashgrove. And I'm going to be bringing you that interview right now. Kind of makes sense, doesn't it? That's the whole point of you listening to the show. You listen, I give you something good. Anyway, this is the cast of Ashgrove speaking to me this morning. This is the Peter Greenwood Show, and I'm not in the studio. I'm in the salubrious confines of the Double Tree Hilton in Glasgow, opposite four, well, three movie stars and one director. Could we go around the table and introduce ourselves, please? I love you so much. Amanda Bruegel, lead and writer. I'm Jonas Chernick. Uh, I'm an actor in the film, and I, I co-wrote it with these guys when I produced it. Uh, Jeremy Lalonde, writer, director, producer. Natalie Brown, actor. How are we all today? You well? We are. Yeah, we're good. Thanks, Peter. So let's talk about the film. It is called Ashgrove. Where did this film come from? What's its origin story? It came from our brains. Um, I've heard of brains. I used to have one once. (laughs) (laughs) We try to use ours as little as possible. For this one, we we tapped into a bit of it. So Jonas and I uh, have made films together before, and so we were traveling between festivals in the fall of 2019 and kind of talking about what we'd want to do next if we were to do another film together. And primarily, we, we do comedies mostly, very, very highly scripted comedies. And so we said, what if we did something that was the exact opposite of that? What would, would, that, be, would that be something you're interested in uh, and exciting? And, and Jonas, as an actor, jumped right on a certain type of movie he'd love to do. Well, yeah, I, just, I was like, well, if I'm going to act in this thing, I wanted, let's do an actor's movie. Let's do a two-hander, a couple of, of actors just digging in and getting real raw and honest, and, and we'll do like a character piece. Um, which Jeremy liked that idea. I said, yeah, that's great, as long as it's not like a boring play, um, because that's what it could very easily be. And I've seen those kind of movies, and, and some of them are great. Like, you get great movies like Blue Jay and in films of that, and then you get the ones that are not that at all. And so I said, what I'd love to do, though, for me, because I'm a big fan of a, of a big hook, right? Um, so I said, we can do that, but the stakes have to be the end of the world. Um, which at first Jonas is like, that's not what I want to do at all. But the more we talked about it and, and, and I let him know, I'm like, that's, that's the background, that's the outside, that's the metaphor for like the crumbling of a relationship. But I want that to be the stakes for us too because I think that's something you can kind of trick an, use to trick an audience into watching it. Um, and then you still get to do all that really fun, gritty, emotional stuff. And then we were like, well, okay, so who do we want the, the lead actress to be? And uh, we made a list with one name on it. Uh, and and luckily uh, and they were unavailable. Yeah, and so. The <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, yeah. luckily uh, uh, Amanda, uh, Amanda, who's a uh, obviously an, an amazing actress and a big star in Canada uh, specifically, and and has worked with Jeremy before, and I've known her for years. She said yes, and so we started to collaborate on the story and the characters together, the three of us. I'd like to ask a little bit about when Amanda came on board. What was your first thought when you heard about the idea and what did you bring to the script that wasn't, or the idea that wasn't there when you 
were first approached? Um, myself is what I brought to the script. Um, I, I loved the idea of this being a collaborative experiment. Uh, the stakes were... Uh, weren't that high at the beginning because we were just felt like we were just playing and creating and I loved that that we were going into something just with the idea of being able to collaborate with other artists and friends and make up a story sort of as we go which is very different than what I've been used to doing especially when you're in really large budgeted things you as an actor you don't really have a lot of say or control over what your character does where your character comes from their motivations their fears and so this was an opportunity to really sort of uh mine a human three-dimensional person amongst friends and that was really enticing uh what i brought uh when I came on board, it was really uh, who Jennifer was, uh, especially who she is in relationships. It mirrored a lot of my own personal life and life experiences. And so I was very vulnerable. And uh, and I think we all were quite generous in giving uh, pieces of ourselves and pieces of past relationships to further the story. When it came to writing and directing, as has been said, you two worked on films before, have you developed a shorthand for working together? And what do you enjoy about working together? Oh, not much. Um, no, it's uh, hell. It's, yeah. it's, it's own I don't know why we hell. still, because no, well, no one else will work with us. The shorthand, so the shorthand to, is that I do something as the actor and then he says, no, 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 it's all wrong. Do it differently. And it fixes it. <laughs> No, um, yeah, well, sometimes. Um, I think it's, it's obviously a shorthand. There's always, some, there's always something really lovely about returning to people you've worked with before because you have uh, a shorthand and a trust, too, and an idea that it's like you know they've got your back and that you can you know, be vulnerable or open or know that someone's going to catch you if you fall, or, and, but also just be honest with you and, and call you on you know, your stuff if, if you're not doing your best work. Um, but in a way that's encouraging and constructive. And so I think what we bring to e it with each other, especially Jonas and I, you know, we both get really latched on and nerdy about certain aspects. Uh, like we can both be like the gas pedal in some areas and then the other one's the brake. And so when it comes to like, I think sometimes like the, the nerdier sciencey elements, I think Jonas, is, that's always kind of his bag, where he gets really excited about those elements and then I, I think what I do well there is I go, great, but how do we ground it back to the story and the relationship? Because that's all we need it for. And we don't, it's, you know, we could go, we, we, just like we did on our last film together, James versus Future Self with the time travel, for this film with the, the science of the water and the pandemic, we, you know, brought on some consultants or water scientists and chemists to help us make it as realistic as it possibly could be. And, you know, we have a notebook full of all the data and information to, to, explain it but that's boring for an audience right interesting for us because we're nerds but you know so for us it's like well how do we ground that and make that universal but the real advantage i think for us natalie and amanda and i have all acted in films that jeremy has directed before so there's a trust there and as actors you need to, when you feel that trust from the director you can take risks 
You don't feel like you're, you're there to impress them or get another job. It's really just about the work and knowing that, that he's there. And, and we, we all uh, worked with him before and he's directed us into, we all are very proud of the performances that he's uh, helped us achieve in the past. And so we were able to kind of give ourselves to it knowing that Jeremy will be there to help guide it. And especially something like this where we weren't always on a, a very tight script where there was a lot of looseness and freedom. Uh, we felt like all three, I think I speak for all three of us, we felt free to explore and take risks and, and challenge ourselves, knowing that he was going to be there to right the ship. But I think the trick is also, and what I really like to do when I work with an actor is I like to get to know them. I like to spend time with them, find out their their their, their tricks, uh, learn about their personal lives. Like in, in a good version of like what happens in that movie Whiplash, where J.K. Simmons learns about the kid and then uses it as a mm. weapon. I use it as a weapon too, but it is a way that I know I can get more out of them. I can push this further. I know who they are as people, so I know if they can be funny. I know where their insecurities are and and try to guide them towards them in a way that's encouraging uh, and lets them know that it's okay to like go there and try that thing that they might not normally do. So you mean to tell me that when we were at other film festivals together, you were secretly auditioning me for this role? I don't enjoy <laughs> your company casually. I just do it to, to gather secrets. Yes. <laughs> There's probably a book in there somewhere. You can write all the actors' secrets and put it out. It'll sell dozens. Dozens. At least, at least five. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to ask Natalie a little bit. When you came on board and read the script, did you feel a connection to the material immediately? How long did it take you to connect to the script? I had a connection to Jeremy, and that's really all that it took to get me on board. Um, he brought the character to me, but then um, gave me the freedom to make changes and to bring as much of myself as, as I wanted to the character, but I really like so much of um, the insights that Jeremy already had for the character of Sammy. Um, the background, I, I, I liked everything he had and just wanted to expand upon that and wanting to work with these people. I've, I've worked with Jonas a couple of times, but not in this capacity. To be able to work with Amanda was a dream come true uh, to play her friend. Um, not exactly the kind of friendship that I thought we would be exploring. Um, and uh, the trick of it was, you know, just to sort of keep being truthful Um uh, within these unique parameters that we were given to work with. So, yes, a lot of trust and a lot of excitement. To but work like with all the actors in the film, Natalie built the character from the ground up with Jeremy and, uh, and all of us. We, she was very involved with the creation of the character. I know you've been asked this a million and one times, and it's going to be a million and two times. I apologize, I've got to ask. The world's least favorite C word. What was it like making a film during that time about, essentially, what we were all going through? What, there's something going on? There's a, no. um, a little thing in well, the news. I yeah, I mean, what's once. fascinating was that we started conceiving this idea in the fall of 2019, so COVID wasn't really a thing. We didn't, it was on the whispers of people's lips as something that, eh, it might be a problem for a couple weeks. A couple weeks. A couple yeah. weeks. Yeah, we might stay home for a couple weeks. No, but that was months later. That wasn't until December. But that's what I mean. Yeah. But we started uh, talking about this in September, and so by the time COVID hit, we were already well into this, and, and so for in a way, we're like kind of shocked by the parallels that were just naturally happening from what we were already developing. Um, but then, in a way, we were also just able to tap into a lot of the things that were going on in our personal lives and our own fears and insecurities and those kind of things. And I think the one thing in particular with, with 
Amanda's character, this idea of like the weight that would be on one of those people who is tasked with trying to solve it so humanity can go back to normal and the gravity of that. But also I think what kind of, and I hate saying this, but it's like the kind of the benefit of a real pandemic happening was that it's like, we were worried. It was like, is this going to seem too far fetched? Are people going to be able to relate to this? And it's like, well, we don't have to worry about that now. Like, clearly, everyone's going to be able to walk into this and go, oh, I know. I've been there. I've been there. So it, does, it certainly didn't hurt the film. You know, it's an unfortunate thing. Yeah. But it, it was kind of like we were able to just tap into the universality of that more and bring more of ourselves to it. And then, but in terms of the production, it was the, we were one of the first in Canada, any productions up and running as soon as they started lifting some protocols and letting people get together again it was the first time any of us had been on the set in at least eight months so it took a little beat for us to kind of get comfortable and 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 that but we created like a bubble where we were all testing every day and confined within a group of just a cast and 20 of casting crew of 20 people in like a remote location so i think very quickly everyone became felt safe and knew that we were in safe conditions and we were going to be okay. Uh, so it was kind of like a little gift after this eight months of isolation, we were able to start practicing our craft in, in a real way again. And, and with, you know, friends and, and, and colleagues that we love and trust. I know we've got very little time left. So I want to ask what is the rest of 2022 looking like for the film? What's the plans after the Glasgow film festival? Uh, we have our Canadian premiere coming up uh, at an amazing festival in Toronto called the Canadian film fest. So it's starting to roll. The film is starting to roll out internationally. Of course, this is our world premiere here at Glasgow, um, but we're going to see uh, other festival dates coming up. And then in Canada, we have a, a theatrical release and a TV broadcasting, all that stuff coming up later this year. So this is the very beginning of what's going to be a very exciting journey for this film. And what's next for all of you after the film? Uh, I go back to Canada and keep shooting Handmade Season 5. And I've, I've got a film coming out later this year that uh, we're finishing up now called The End of Sex. Uh, I made a film right after this that's going to be coming out sometime later on this year as well called Daniel's Gotta Die. It's a horror comedy, or more of a thriller horror thing. It's very different from this. And uh, I've got a, a horror, a kind of a quantum horror, if you will, called The Breach right. uh, coming out at an undisclosed date and time. Thank you so much for your time today. It was so great to meet you. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Peter. Ashgrove is playing today and tomorrow at 3.30 in the afternoon, so go along and see it or find a way to catch it online. Thank you to the cast of Ashgrove for speaking to me. I'll be back soon. Until next time, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Bye, every single buddy. Bye.